Nick Dar here with Big Z Media. Hope you enjoy the episodes of Business Over Brew and pleased to have the Riverbend Growth Association as the sponsor of this program. You know, our missions are kind of the same, really. We're uh, attempting to educate people about business, foster business in the Riverbend community. Uh, the Big Z has been a member of the Growth Association forever, probably back to our inception uh, as a company almost. We have always been members of the Growth Association have gotten a lot of benefits from it. There's so many networking opportunities you can take advantage of. I've met so many great people uh, just because I've been a member of the Growth Association and taken advantage of all the events that they have, uh, plus just some of the resources they provide you, the relationships you build, um, just lots of great reasons to join the Growth Association. They do a lot of great things in the community as well. They highlight a different nonprofit every month. Um, so really, they're, they're just invested in the community here, and especially the small business community, which is what Business Over Brew is really all about, which is helping the small business community because it's so important to any community to have a thriving business community. And, and the Growth Association has really helped with that. Um, if you want more information about joining or events that might be coming up, they have events all the time that you should definitely take advantage of. I'm gonna give you the website to go to, just head to growthassociation.com you can get a membership directory. You can see who's taking advantage of it. Um, you can see about the events that are there. Learn more about possibly becoming a member. Um, or if you already are a member, uh, you can find out what's going on with the Growth Association at growthassociation.com. So just again, big thank you to the Riverbend Growth Association for sponsoring Business Over a Brew. Welcome to Business Over a Brew. My name is Nick Dar. Pleased to be joining you from the Great Rivers Tap and Grill. Excellent restaurant here inside the Best Western Premier. Terrific menu, great pizza, great chicken strips. I don't get chicken strips anywhere, but here that's all I get because they have like the best chicken strips in the world. So if you come here, try the chicken strips. Um, pleased to be joined in this episode by a great friend of mine, Tammy Ascaris, Executive Director of Riverbend Family Ministries. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, I don't know where to start because there's so much, but I guess we can start with, uh, um, just tell us how Riverbend Family Ministries got started because that is a super interesting story to me. Yeah, it's it started back in 2006. Actually, we still own TR's Cafe down in Wood River and a, a couple of friends and, and I got together and I had been on the board of, of some smaller nonprofits and had done some mission work and things, you know, in our community and abroad. And so mission was always a, a big part of my life. And, and um, we had a couple of friends had a conversation and said, what would it look like if we put some smaller things together and, and did this work together? And I thought, you know, I think that could work. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, oh, but I'm comfortable at TRs. I don't want to do this. And and we just kept being poked and, and, and really, uh, God just kept poking at me to continue to, to think about doing this work um, and going outside the boat, as if you will, and, and starting RFM and putting these nonprofits together. And so a, a girlfriend and I started that back in 2007. And it, it looks totally different than we anticipated it looking <laughs> right. then. Uh, but all the same, it, it has grown into what it is today from 
two people working in that building, literally two people, myself and one other person, to now we have about 50 people that work in that building at any given time. I specifically wanted you to tell the Red Sea story, though. Can you tell that story? I can 100% tell the Red Sea. I didn't know how much time we had. <laughs> well, because it's, it's, I it's, thought it's, I'd probably only have to ask one question, and then you'd take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, um, we had a really great cafe, and we really took care of our our families. We took care of our employees. Um, we had a lot of single moms. We had college students that worked for us. And, and so we would pay their insurance and we would, you know, we really took care of, mm -hmm. of our food staff. They took good care of us and they took care of our community. And as it, I, I realized that the opportunity or the calling that I, I like to say to do RFM continued, I knew that, that our families what would they, how would they survive? Right. How would things go? Um, what would their lives look like? Would somebody come in and take care of them like we had taken? So I was really worried about our families. And my husband's from Egypt, you know, and- He's been on this show. He was he, a good guest. He, he is. He's, he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> he is that too. <laughs> and so anyway, we, you know, he we go to Egypt uh, about every year, every two years and and every time we go, we're there for two or three weeks. And so Red is always really great about getting me away at a resort somewhere in those two to three weeks. Because it could be pretty chaotic. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so we, we, we got away and, and we're sitting at the foot uh, on the beach where it's my favorite place to be in the world is my feet in the sand in the water. It's, it's my favorite place to be. And our church family was reading through the Bible chronologically in a year. Um, and I didn't want to get behind. And so I took my, my Bible, I took our study guide, and we were reading the exact same thing that my church family was reading in Bethalto. And I opened my Bible and I had been praying, God, you've, you've got to really let me know if this is from you. Mm -hmm. I'm about to do a life-changing thing. Right for not just me and my family, but for a lot of families. And I need to know this is from you because those of you that know me know that I I can pick up a phone and make it happen myself. But this big of a move, mm -hmm. I my faith demanded that it was truly God's calling on my life and not just something that I wanted to do. Uh, and so we are feet in the sand. I open my Bible to the exact same place that my church family was reading, and it was where Moses was standing at the foot of the Red Sea, and the Egyptians had escaped out of Israel, and the Israelites were coming after them with chariots and, and trying to get them back because they wanted them to stay as slaves. And here they were at the foot of the Red Sea getting ready to cross. And just the miracle that that is. And I'm praying, God, I just need to hear your voice. Now, this wasn't I just opened my Bible. This is the exact same thing that they were reading. And as clear to my heart, as clear to my heart. My grandma used to say, 
that voice that you know that you know. It wasn't some loud, audible voice. It was that still mm -hmm. small voice to my heart that says, if I can part the body of water that you're looking at, what makes you think I can't take care of them? And at that moment, Nick, I knew. I knew that God was in the details of this. I knew my feet were standing at the foot of the Red Sea. I was reading in my Bible that my friends were reading thousands of miles away mm -hmm. at the exact same day. A coincidence? No. Right. God's calling on my life? A hundred percent yes. Now, poor Rutta. Yeah, he's been on this show before. Right, you know, yeah. and he, he goes up to get lunch and, and <laughs> he leaves me in my happy place. And he comes back with like sandwiches and soda. And, and I am crying. I mean, I look like a glazed donut. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, that, it's that ugly cry, you know, right. that Jesus cry. And, and he's like, what? What happened? Did he I thought, get the wrong sandwich? Or? He, he, he thought maybe somebody had messed with me at the beach. Or, you know, he goes, I loved you in your happy place. What happened? <laughs> and I said, it's done. It's, it's done. And at that moment, we knew that our lives were about to change, that God had called had really, really called me to step into, to us, to step into that next journey. And we came back and we sold the cafe. And when small nonprofits, especially restaurants, weren't selling, mm -hmm. they, right. businesses were bellying up in 2007 and 2008. I mean, there just wasn't anything selling. And we sold it turnkey very fast. And then by July, August, we were starting TR or RFM. Right. Yeah. And the, the this is fast forwarding a lot, but the craziest thing is then a couple of years ago, you bought that building back. Yeah. In 2019, we had the opportunity. We, you know, y'all on the board wouldn't give me a hammer anymore. Right. Yeah. And they now he you had a huge gavel. That I, I could have used right. as a hammer, probably, right? You could have knocked down a couple walls in it, I think. <laughs> At least put a hole, a couple holes in it. Yeah, them, but so. I had knocked down all the walls y'all would let me knock down. Right. You know, they told me they were load-bearing at that point, and I couldn't knock any more down. But you did, I, I, I know you always think big. Did you think when you started it that, hey, we're going to someday, it's going to be much bigger than this? Or did you think, this is what I'm called to do right now? or what? I, You know... I, that's a great question because I'm, I've always been a visionary and I've always thought big. Mm -hmm. And I, in my own thought, like, what would this look like if it was bigger, if we had more room and we could do some right. educational components? But we were so busy doing the day-to-day -day that I hadn't, at the beginning, I didn't think, oh, let's do this on a grand scheme and, and be so much bigger. However... As the organizations, God just brought some incredible organizations on board that right. really wrapped around the mission of RFM and some incredible people that worked with our families in crisis um, from all ages, from, you know, cradle to grave. 
worked with in all ages in between, worked with families of crisis or trauma due to so many varying things. And so, no, I didn't. But when we grew out of you know, when we ran out of space, we looked at a bunch of different places around the river bend. I mean, mm -hmm. we looked in Wood River, we looked in Alton, we looked in Bethlehem. I mean, we really looked all over Madison County. Uh, we looked at a space in Edwardsville. Although my heart wanted to stay in Wood River, we couldn't find anything. And I remember uh, Wiley Davis walking out August 1st meeting that we are Meetings are the first week of, you know, first week of first the month. Tuesday. And, yeah. and he walks out of the August meeting and he says, wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if we had that building across the street? Right. Well, there was a tea room in that building and it was operating and it was doing fine. And there was no mention of selling. And I'm like, oh, that would be full circle. Right. That would be really great. That was 2019. So not long after. In August of 2019, the middle of August, there was a sign on the door, no prompting, no mm. conversation, that said, we will be closing at the end of August. Mm. <laughs> God, Right. You yeah. know, we call those God wings at our building. Sure. You know, just really God moments. And so, yeah. To stand in that building, it just feels like full circle. I want to ask you a couple of questions that I think will be helpful to business owners that might be watching the show. But for those that don't know, if you've never heard of Riverbend Family Ministries or not familiar with it at all, just talk a little bit about what it is, what the mission is, and, and what you guys do down there. Yeah, uh, we have 10 small nonprofits all under one roof that work with families in crisis uh, due to violence, uh, addiction, homelessness, uh, poverty, to get those families, to walk along those families and get them to a place of safety and health and, and wholeness. And we do that by all the organizations wrapping around those families, whether it be our zero to 11 year olds that have been exposed to violence, whether it be our teenagers who have used violence to resolve conflict, whether it be our families of addiction, whether it be our homeless to move them from homelessness to housing, uh, and all aspects in between. We have licensed counselors, we have uh, organizations that will come in and help put in air conditioners and ramps and hot water heaters. You know, I can, I can buy one. Our client service department, which works with that basic hierarchy of need, whether it be rental assistance, utility assistance, tires on the van, gas on the car, we can buy an air conditioner. I can buy the wood. But I have demonstrated over and over again, you should never give me a power tool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me building uh, it. Right. I can pay for it, but you don't want me building it. And so we have this group called Mountains to Mohills that has come in and it's a group of guys that are very talented, connected to various trades and, and organizations that they'll go in and assess a family's need and they'll go in and put those hot water heaters in, build that ramp, uh, put in an air conditioner, fix some wiring that needs to be done. Because a lot of time with our low income families, that's so cost prohibitive, the, the labor to do those things. And so many of our families <clears throat> go without hot water, they boil it on the stove 
right. or they live in a situation in a trailer that the wiring may be a little sketch and very dangerous. We had one family that there was some live wires outside of the trailer that if some of their small kids playing would have touched, it could have been very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so some of our guys who are um, know a lot about electricity and brought in some other trades were able to get that fixed and at least make that safer for some of our families. But we just do that all together under one roof. Three questions that I have uh, related to that I think can help business owners, and that'll probably take up the rest of our time if I know you. Um, <laughs> but the first one is, you know, we think as business owners that we see some running into some difficult times and see things that are, you know, challenging, maybe tend to feel sorry for ourselves. You see some absolutely heartbreaking things that I think most of us couldn't even imagine. But yet, you are the most positive, energetic person that I think, uh, certainly that I know. How do you how do you deal with that? That's it's got to be tough to see some of the heartbreaking things you see and still maintain that level of positivity and and energy. Wow, that is such a layered question. <laughs> I think Nick, a lot of it is my faith that I've been called to do this work. Right. I think part of it is the lens in which I have been able to look through through my life. There's been a lot of life experiences that have given me a little different lens than some other people uh, that has allowed me to know the impact an adult can make in someone's life if they lean in mm -hmm. and listen to a child, to a teenager, to a family in crisis. If we lean in and listen, we won't have all the answers, but that person becomes visible and we're able then to surround them. I think another part that I have been allowed to just have, and people ask me how, I've been asked this question so many times, you work with so many hard cases, how do you ever sleep at night? I think God allows me to leave our building knowing I've done the best I could do today. Mm -hmm. We're not going to solve all these problems overnight. Right. I've done the best I could do today. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah, there's times that it, there's cases that eat my lunch. I mean, there are. There, there definitely are. But I also know that I am surrounded by a community and an organization of organizations that continue to lean into our families of crisis continue to have the ear of our legislators mm -hmm. and our city officials and other social service agencies that we can call, especially if we realize a community need. And, and we are blessed to have a voice at that table to say, how do we change this? Right. How do we work to make an impact on our families? So we do the best we can and know that we're doing the best we can. And I think that gives us hope for the next day. Um, so that's, I think that's, that's how, good. I, how I get it done. Yeah. You, the second question is you, you had a, we had a, a ribbon cutting that, that I was at last week. And that's crazy. Um, I can't, it, everybody there said, I can't believe how many people, well, it wasn't that we couldn't believe it. It was just like, like that's Tammy. That's how she's such a connector. Um, so how do you foster those relationships in the community that obviously are so instrumental to what you do at RFM? 
because I believe community is everything. I believe that God created us to be in community. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important, not only for people to realize what RFM is and who they are, but their purpose and their, their ability to give back and other people's ability to sow into the good of Madison County because there's so much good in Madison County. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love networking. And I love being a part of a lot of different organizations um, to share. In, because if you don't know what's happening in your community, how can you make your community better? So I love being a part of, of Rotaries and other social service agencies, the Juvenile Justice, the Juvenile Justice Council and, and other social service agencies in our area to be able to bring those needs to the table. And Friday was just crazy to see all of those circles right. come together in one place. My heart, I don't know that I came down off that high at all until I went to bed that night. <laughs> you mentioned uh, being a visionary and you do such a great job of rallying support around and, and selling that vision. Is there a, an intentional part of that that is, um, I don't want to say practiced or rehearsed, but um, it, it, obviously you don't just show up and start talking about it, or maybe you do. <laughs> Here's what I know. We talk about things we're passionate about. You ask a grandma about her grandkids, Right. You're going to get your ear bent all day long, and there's sure. probably going to be like a thing of pictures come out. <laughs> right. If, you know, uh, somebody loves shoes, they're going to tell you about the latest shoes. They're going to tell you about the sales. They're going to tell you about. If you like golf, you're going to know all the players. You're going to know the scores. Right. You're going to play golf. You're going to make every opportunity to get in those circles of golfers. And we're, it's easy to talk about things we're passionate about. I am passionate, passionate about the work that happens at RFM. Passion. So it's easy for me to talk right. about it. Yeah, sometimes it's some of the things you say, you say over and over and over because they're just part of, right. of what the organization is. Mm -hmm. But I love talking about RFM, about our littles that come through, about our teenagers whose lives are changed, about our families of addiction that we have literally drug out of a gutter or out of a, a bathtub, you know, various situations and um, to watch them clean and sober and healthy and reunited with their families and now being a part of a team that is helping other people become sober and clean. And, you know, so that one person can change the life of the next person, which changes the lives mm -hmm. and the trajectory of somebody else, which changes generation upon generation. I am that person. I had somebody leaned into me that allowed me to change the trajectory of my life, which changed my children's life, my grandchildren's life. They are on a total different trajectory because people poured into me. Mm -hmm. So I see that. And God's just allowed me 
just the opportunity to serve and to build this. Um, and yeah, he gave me a lot of energy. And <laughs> well, we're certainly glad he did. Uh, there's lots of ways that folks can support and help Riverbend Family Ministries. What are some ways they can do that? Volunteer. There's a lot of ways. Uh, come down, be involved, volunteer, whether it be come in. If you've got a couple of hours uh, during a week and say, hey, I got a couple of hours, I will put you to work. Mm -hmm. I will find, find something. <laughs> yeah, I will find something for you to do. Right. Um, say you have a, a, a business or an office and your team wants to get together. Uh, there's lots of events and lots of uh, cleanup days and things that mm -hmm. we have that you can get your group together. Or if you want to stock our, our closet, our supply closet with toiletries and cleaning supplies, paper products, you can throw a shower in your office and get those things together. Uh, say your company wants to get together and donate or your, your church, your organization. Uh, we do monthly partners. And that can be anywhere from, you know, a couple of dollars a, a month to we've got organizations that every quarter they will send in a um, thousand dollars. So no dollar is too small and no check is too big. <laughs> for, keep that in mind. <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, because it all goes into the work and the programming of, of our firm. I'll just say I was president of the board for two years, I guess. And just when I first got on the board, and, and I've seen the looks on people's faces, new board members that come uh -huh. in and say, we're giving it all away. We, we're keeping, we have, we're operating a loss. You realize that? So it's, the money all goes to yeah. help people in the community. It's, it's amazing. It was an amazing board to be on just in terms of, you know, your eyes being open to every dollar goes to help somebody. It's, yeah, we, um, it, it really, really does. And people say, oh, you have this big new building that, well, that's not an extravagance, so that's, a, ne not, that's a necessity. It's a necessity, but also we were very careful to say we've got a capital campaign, mm -hmm. and then we have our program services. Right, sure. And those two didn't mix. We still have a capital campaign going um, to help pay for some of the renovations that we've done, and that is completely separate. So we would love for some of our donors' money and investors to be able to go to that. But also know that if you want your, your donation to go to a young mom with a child that's struggling, it's going to go to a young mom right. with a child that's struggling. Wrapping it up real quick, talk about the $5 a day for five, week, or five days a week program that uh, people can be involved in to help with the, the new building. Yeah, our, our renovation costs. We've we've still got um, a little bit left on 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 that, and our goal this year is to raise two hundred thousand dollars by the end of this year. It will go towards our renovation and our capital campaign. We've got five hundred thousand dollars left. This was a two million dollar project, just shy of two million and. And it would never have been completed without the the volunteerism and the donations from some amazing right. uh, individuals. Um, however, we've got about five hundred thousand left to pay off over the next you know few years. But our goal this year is two hundred thousand dollars of that by twenty twenty three into twenty twenty three. We have an anonymous donor that said they will match 
up to $100,000 if we can raise $100,000 by the end of 2023. So come on, families. Come on, community. You know there's money on the table. There's $100,000 on the table. If they want to make a donation, what's the easiest way to do that? Uh, they can call go to our website. <laughs> call my cell phone. Go to the website, um, riverbendfamilyministries.com. Call the office, 618-251-9790, or get a hold of anybody that works there. Well, Tammy, thanks so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, thank you. The community is uh, blessed to have you, and I am blessed to call you a friend. <laughs>